Welcome to the Commune Podcast. My name is Jeff Krasnow. Every Saturday, I publish a podcast episode that provides a guided wellness practice. I feature a variety of modalities, including meditation, stoic contemplation, and breathwork. Now, sometimes I am your guide, and other times I pepper in master teachers from the Commune Library, including Jack Kornfield, Sharon Salzberg, David G., and Michael Beckwith, among others. Now, these weekly short guided praxis will hopefully provide you with a foundation to develop a regular practice. And there really is every reason in the world to develop a practice. Now, today's exercise is a stoic practice focused on the concept of memento mori, or the acknowledgement of your own mortality. If your interest in Stoicism is piqued, well, you're in great luck. I released an entire course of Stoic meditations earlier this year. You can access it and over a hundred other courses on meditation, yoga, integrative medicine, personal development, and more by signing up for a free 14-day trial of Commune membership at onecommune.com slash trial. Okay. So this meditation doesn't need to take place in lotus pose, Padmasana in Sanskrit, better known as crisscross applesauce in our house. It also does not require Palo Santo wafting about the room, though I do love Palo Santo. It's really more of a contemplation. And personally, I love hiking and working through this practice. It does, however, necessitate quiet time and focused attention in order to have good results. So only embark on it if you can fulfill these requirements. And the great Stoic Marcus Aurelius wrote, Think of yourself as dead. You have lived your life. Now take what's left and live it properly. A memento mori is the practice of acknowledging your mortality, or literally remembering death. Now, this practice is central to numerous philosophical and spiritual traditions, including, but not limited, to Stoicism. In Buddhism, there is a practice known as Maranasati, Sanskrit for mindfulness of death. The 11th century Buddhist scholar Atisha developed contemplations specifically focused on death awareness. These meditations concentrated on death's inevitability, its unpredictability, and its many causes, and remind us that at the time of death, our material resources are of little use, and even our loved ones cannot keep us from passing. In Greek antiquity, the philosopher Democritus built perspective and resilience by going into solitude and frequenting tombs. There is even an entire genre of 17th century art called vanitas, that is designed to remind the viewer of their own mortality. Still Life with a Skull, a famous piece by the French painter Philippe de Champagne, features the three essentials of existence. The tulip, representing life, the skull, signifying death, and the hourglass, indicating time. Meditating on your mortality is only morbid if you fail to see the point. It is a praxis for creating priority, meaning, perspective, and urgency. Death doesn't make life pointless, 
but rather purposeful. We've been gifted this precious, beautiful, imperfect, fleeting life. What will we make of it? Will we waste our time on the trivial and the vain? Or will we live courageously and strive to align our actions with our highest principles? So the good news is we don't have to die to do this. But the reminder that someday we will serves as a prompt to bring us closer to living the life that we want. So here's the praxis, and you've likely engaged in this thought experiment, perhaps over a glass of wine or three, but do it here with a clear mind. Take a couple of deep breaths here, always inhaling through the nose, rounding at the top of the breath, and exhaling. And just establish a calm rhythm with the breath, and then consider these questions. What would you do if you had only six months to live? What relationships would you mend? To whom would you apologize? To whom would you say, I love you? Who would you forgive? What new experiences would you try? You can create an inventory of the things you would do if death was imminent. You can actually write them down, and this can serve as your new to-do list, where you don't fret the small stuff, returning emails or playing solitaire on your phone can wait. You now have a list of your real priorities in life. As Seneca wrote, let us prepare our minds as if we'd come to the very end of life. Let us postpone nothing. Let us balance life's books each day. The one who puts the finishing touches on their life each day is never short of time. The awareness of our inevitable and unpredictable death should serve as motivation to live a full and a virtuous life. Okay, well, thank you for being here and for making this effort. Now, this may be the only brief span of serenity or contemplation, self-examination or self-care that you experience across the course of the day. But I guarantee that if you commit to a meditation practice or contemplating life's most profound issues, well, the benefits of doing that will spill over into your daily life And they will really make you a lot happier and healthier. So that's all from the commune for today. 
My name is Jeff Krasnow, and I'm here for you.